Welcome to The Hive Life, where we pull back the curtain on Spherical Media, a company based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a team of former journalists that create beautiful, impactful stories that connect with your audience. It's great to have you with us for this inaugural and intro edition of The Hive Life, powered by Spherical Media. I'm Jared Lynch, co-founder, director of creative content, along with Tim Baer, co-founder and director of BizDev, and David Kernodal, partner and director of video production and guys. This is exciting for us. We've talked about it for a long time, but finally we get to put somewhat of a podcast in place. Yeah, it's very cool. It's uh, you know something we've talked about forever. It's one of those things that you know we discussed and discussed and discussed, and now we're finally doing it, and uh, it's cool to be sitting around this table with you guys. Yeah, looking forward to this discussion and where it goes. A lot of the things that we want to do, and we've talked about it, is, is not only be informative, but be fun, be candid. We want to bring in... A lot of people in terms of interviews and the hot button industry type stuff that we go through on the production side, the business side, the relationship side, all those things we want to really encapsulate and what we bring to the audience. So I, I think the point of this first podcast is to give people an understanding of who we are. I know that Tim, when we do these presentations, he's always the guy that out of the gate that leads us to inform everybody about who we are. So Tim, why don't you just touch a little bit on where we've come from since 2011. Sure. So um, just to give you a little background on Spherical Media, um, we started back in 2011, as Jared said. We all used to work in the TV news business. Uh, Jared and I were both sports anchors at rival stations. Uh, It was like Anchorman in the streets of Charlotte, snapping and hoping to beat each other for uh, (laughs) something. I don't know. But uh, anyway, we would sit up at night and talk about, you know, what's next? in order to stay in Charlotte, not leave the city that we love, we had to figure out a way to build something and hopefully use the talents that we had gathered over our years in journalism and in TV. So started Spherical Media originally uh, working with professional athletes to build out their digital footprint. So social media management, some video, uh, and we worked with Steph Curry. Uh, first of all, when he was coming out of Davidson, which was a pretty cool experience. Uh, the first three years in the NBA, we ran his social media and worked with Steph and trying to help his fan interaction in a time when social media was becoming very important. Um, but the more we worked with professional athletes, the less we liked working with their agents. And um, so we pivoted back in 2013 to all video production and video storytelling for businesses, nonprofits, universities, and that's when Dave came into the into the whole uh, experience here at Spiracle and really lifted uh, our level of production and everything that we do in storytelling. And it's uh, it's been a fun fun adventure. I think one of the things we would probably all agree with that when we talked about those initial ideas and the birth of Spiracle Media was this aspect of freedom coming out of TV. We were all sort of searching for that, weren't we? Yeah, I think when I got the phone call from you guys. I'd had a hard day in news. I was down in, I think, Pineville. It was snowing like crazy. I had a brand new little girl that had entered our family. And so uh, it was uh, a time for me to get out. I was happy to get out. Uh, I had a creative itch that you guys were going to allow me to scratch. And so I was excited about the transition going from a TV reporter to kind of going behind the scenes and doing more creative stuff that you guys were already starting. I think what was cool about that is that moment when we brought Dave on board, 
it sort of served as a natural catalyst for us to change direction. And when we started, Tim, I know that we tried to do everything because a lot of early, and we're not business people, you know, we were, <laughs> we were media guys that were trying to figure it out as we went. And we tried to do everything. I mean, we used to do what your favorite was, websites. Uh, we did the social media management stuff. And we were like, oh, by the way, we can throw some video in. But this got us back, really, to where we should have been in the first place. Yeah, totally. And it was funny how we structured our deals. We sort of threw video in as the sugar on top at the time. Uh, and it was sort of our differentiator that would get us social media deals. And, um, and then this pivot really changed to start getting paid actually to do video production um something that i think we were much better at than even our social media side was and uh and so it really did change how we approached um our partners and we had some really good early on partners um i can remember working with signature consultants i actually ran into those guys today at lunch and uh they really took a whole leap with us and we started with them in social media and now they've become a video client um, and then, of course, Everfy up in Washington, D.C. has been a longtime partner, and we've worked with them for a number of, number of years. And, man, they have us going all over the country and telling some really great stories. Yeah. And it connected perfect with our backgrounds, obviously. And, and that's something we look at as the key differentiator now for us when we go into a conversation because everybody knows that video storytelling, the buzzword out there, a crowded space, a lot of different options are there for companies looking to do video. But... You know, we talk about why that's so important for us, that background and the content and real environments. I know from your journalist days, that stuff you use on every shoot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember conversations with news directors trying to help me hone storytelling techniques. And then as a reporter, I would look to other reporters that are not only in Charlotte, but, you know, all over the country. They were producing beautiful work, and they were sometimes shooting their own content. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a natural fit because you're producing in the field. You're also here in Spiracle. We're working with clients that are potentially going to be on camera, and so we have to put them at ease. And then we also have to try to find that story within those interactions. So, yeah, the journalistic background really helps out. You know, it's funny, you mentioned the word buzz, and uh, <laughs> we get the question a lot of times of where our name came from. Um, not many people know what spiracles are, and to be honest, we didn't either. Um, so when we started out this whole thing, we were trying to come up with a creative name, you know, like back in the day where the dot-coms were all coming up with, you know, wild names and everything, and we knew we wanted to create buzz for brands or for, at the time, it was professional athletes, and so... I sat up late at night, I think it was like 2 in the morning, Googling everything there is about a bee, and uh, came across this little word called spiracle, and it was, spiracles are the tiny holes uh, on the bee that make the buzzing sound. They're the respiratory holes for these bees, and so it totally, story-wise, fit really well because it actually created the buzz, but it also was a different enough name that the website was available, and so we ended up uh, going that way. I think at first, you guys were... Pretty uh, anti, but uh, I don't think around. I was. I wasn't necessarily against it, but when you you take the word spherical media and spherical, you know, people had a, a tough time pronouncing it. They'd say spherical media. They had a lot of other different <laughs> terms they would use. They yeah. they couldn't do it. Some people still spell it incorrectly, like one of the signs here in our office that we won't uh, <laughs> talk too much about. But now it's it's something I, I think we love. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Uh, people enjoy it. 
uh, if not just for the name, but also for the story, which gives it another layer. So that's, it's been really exciting. And it was a, a 2 or 3 a.m. email thread that Tim kept pelting us with. And I think a couple months ago, we found the old thread with some of the other names that were just horrendous. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I, I think Bumble was in there, which actually has now become a dating site, I think, or something like that. Uh, so, I mean, we were on to something, but yeah. Now, seven years in, 2011, since we just, we want to intro our audience to uh, what we've done. We've talked about the background on Spherical Media, but now a team of 12 that we have here in Charlotte, which is pretty exciting, which extends from production to business and then the creative, which we're continuing to develop, strategy, distribution. There's a lot going on right now. There are a lot of things happening, and uh, it's tough to keep up with at times, but it also is exciting at the same time. I think um, when we started this, we didn't know exactly where we were going. Uh, we followed a little bit of a path, but we've definitely laid markers out there. And every time we've put those markers out there, we've hit them, um, which has been pretty fun to see. It's neat to go back and look at those things like, you know, strategy maps and stuff like that. And, and buzzwords that we had put in those maps actually coming to fruition. Um, it is exciting. I think the latest piece of the puzzle, the distribution side, has uh, been really cool because we're working with some partners in the city. Um, that are helping us in distributing these great videos that are being turned around for, for a number of different partners and putting it out there to a wide wider audience. We ran into the problem sometimes early on where, you know, you'd produce this great video and then it'd go wither on the YouTube vine and it'd get 40 or 50 views and, and they spent all this money to produce this great video and you just felt like it wasn't getting... Um, the, the value that it needed. And so now starting much more strategically on the front end and being able to map out, you know, who's the audience we're trying to really get to, where are we going with this at the end of it? Talking about those things beforehand, I think really help in making it more successful in the end. I think one thing that stuck out with me, we all talk about how time flies by and we hear that our whole lives and you wake up and it's 20 years later for me in, in broadcasting digital and the creative space. You guys are a little bit older, so it, it extends beyond that <laughs> yes, 20 yes. years. Good Lord. But what I wanted to get at is, is the fact that we evolved with all this technology from the days of being in, in TV. When first they wanted us to update the website, then they wanted us to tweet. There are all, all these different things that happened. To me, it's pretty incredible that the ceiling is so high with creativity. And what you do, Dave, with the production team and always trying to innovate and add these small pieces that just up the value and give it more of a polished look all the time. Yeah, I mean, we're always, gosh, we're always either buying new equipment or... We're, we're fully aware of that, <laughs> Tim and I. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we're always trying to devour as much video as possible because we're huge fans of video, whether it's um, stuff coming out of Charlotte, whether it's our stuff or, or whether it's stuff around the world, we try to devour as much as we can and use that as inspiration and, and as a as something that we can potentially grow into if we're not quite ready for that for that evolution and the way things are being shot and produced. Um, but we got super creative guys on staff that are always pushing the limits. And so uh, it's always amazing. Uh, speaking of the past, where we go back six months, maybe we go back another six months or a year or two years or three years, and you just see the evolution of, of our, our videos, um, not just the industry. And it's amazing. I think we're in a good place now. I think we, I felt like we were in a good place then too, but it's just neat how far we've come and I'm excited to see where we go. 
especially if we just continue on this track where we're using so many different people that are within the industry, uh, our guys here in the shop, and then the content that we're seeing out there uh, online. Uh, I think we're just continuing to grow and get better. And that's one thing that you guys do really well, staying up on the trends and the technology. But I, I think as you talked about, looking back, you know, sometimes a matter of weeks and seeing such an incredible difference between that and the product that, that we recently delivered. But I, I think that speaks to the way we're able to stay up on technology as well. I think it sort of mirrors that curve because it's, it's so rapid and how it changes. And we're trying to stay on top of it the best we can. Yeah, and I think um, you touched on it pretty well. It's, there's a community out there of like-minded people that are playing in this world. Um, and it's not necessarily cutthroat. Um, people are willing to spend some time. We actually had a really cool uh, session with the guys and gals uh, late, recently um, talking about you know UFC video and, and the different things. I mean, there are a lot of people willing to share their time, and I think we're the same way in that you know, it's never, uh, it's never really about that competition per se. It's more about the art a little bit. And there is a business side to this, of course. But I think, uh, I think it's a pretty cool space to be in. And that, that goes back, I think, to when we talk about your peers or your biggest compliment. Because people on the outside, when we were in TV, you hardly ever heard things on the outside. But when you got a compliment from in the house, it meant a lot. Because people understood the craft. They understood what went into it. And, and when you heard that, it made you feel good and that you were doing something well. Uh, one thing we, we should touch on is the relationship part of what we've done. And I think this naturally goes back to our days in TV, the interactions that we had. But we've always made it a point, or it's just natural, I should say, for us at Spiracle. And something we think makes us different is service and interacting with our partners and making sure they're taken care of and really being there for them. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I think you guys came up with the term, the spherical way. I think that was you, actually. Yeah? I think you did. I think I think we just did. <laughs> <laughs> you actually came up with a title. <laughs> okay, I'll take credit for it. But can't take credit for really the foundation of how you guys wanted partners to be treated in the field by you know the folks that are on the spherical staff. And I think that's something that we take to heart. We want our... We want our partners to feel great about the process. We want them to have fun. I think, Jared, you've said it before in past meetings, is that shoot day's their day. You know, they've been working tirelessly for weeks, sometimes months, in the pre-production of getting something started. And um, uh, that relationship has been built in that pre-production side. And then on the production side, when we come into the fold, we just want to enhance that experience. We want them to have a good time, take a back seat, watch us work, help direct us when we need to. But we try to make it collaborative. We try to make it fun, lighthearted. Um, there's usually hugs being, you know, given back and forth towards the end of the day. Lots of big smiles. Uh, we break bread together a lot of times, you know, during these shoots. So we, we talk about each other's families and their kids. And um, it's, a, it's a really neat thing that we have going on here. And I think that's probably... Um, it's really the cornerstone, I think, of what we do or we try to do with each one of our partners. And I'd say, I mean, a big part of that, too, is that you've passed that down through the team. Um, I think when you look at, you know, Austin, who's probably our newest production guy that's in the house, um, he's doing an awesome job. And I think a lot of that is what you've been able to share with him. But I think he's naturally that kind of guy, too. And um, it fits in the culture of what we're trying to build here. And uh, so that's that's always been really cool to see and, and see that grow 
when we started with just you know three of us here, uh, it's pretty wild to think that there are so many more people uh, in the mix, and I think it's grown well and organically. It hasn't been forced, and it hasn't really lost that that edge. Finding the right people can be tricky, but we've been fortunate enough that we've found the right people because for the first time in well, I should say every time we hire somebody and we expand our team, I, I feel really good about it, you know, with who we have. And You're scared for a little while there. I mean, well, there, there's always uh, – <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Yeah, this there, is pulling back the curtain. And anxiety is, uh, <laughs> is a cyclical thing. Yeah. It, it hits every so often, just about every three and a half weeks. <laughs> uh, but we have a great team, and, and you guys just talked about it. Maybe it has been passed down and started, but that's something Tim and I felt was essential, but it's grown naturally, and then we plug people in. And we don't have to worry, oh, how are they going to be in the field with our partners? They're represented well. They, they fit perfectly mm-hmm. with the spherical way. Yeah. So as we close this one out, again, episode zero, just a quick introduction to who we are. What do you guys hope that we're able to accomplish in the coming months, years, as we do this broken up into different topic areas along the production and creation? But then we're also going to touch on the business of video and distribution strategy, all those things. You know, we hope to vary those topics, but what do you guys hope to bring to the table? Uh, I hope we inspire folks who have an opportunity to, to listen to us. Um, I'm sure some of the stuff may turn techie off and on, and uh, but hopefully we can talk about the process and hopefully that'll motivate people to be creative, uh, motivate folks who maybe want to tell stories uh, to come forward and um, and maybe make an investment in video. Um, and we love to, to educate folks. But again, I, I hope we're, we're an agent of motivation and inspiration for folks. That was Murphy hitting the table underneath. Uh, Murphy is our golden <laughs> team dog. Team dog hangs out here. But, um, you know, I, I echo that. And I think uh, I hope we're entertaining. I hope it's uh, it's actually fun to listen to. But I also think I'm, you know, nat- naturally we share stories for a living. I hope we get to share a lot of our partner stories uh, as well and what, you know, what they're doing in the community, what their, you know, beliefs are as far as marketing, um, some business decisions. You know, I don't necessarily think we have to fit into one vertical uh, with this podcast. I think it has some options to go many different ways. And so I'm pretty excited about that. I think for each one of these, we want to have that component of the interview, whether it is the partner or it is another subject matter expert across different industries because we know that marketing is so big, it's so vast. We play in the, the video space and we're getting more into strategy distribution that we've we've talked about. But we want it to be informational. We want people to have a, a big or a, or a few takeaways in every situation from what they've heard. And yes, we want it to be fun. And I, I think it wouldn't be you know, fun enough unless we heard Tim here right. at the end. This is all part of our internal content push. And in recent presentations, you've You've thrown this out, so I think you should deliver your line for everybody before we close it out. (laughs) Yeah, so I I use a lot of the same metaphors over and over way too many times. And uh, so the latest one, let's see, I always do the we're all taking the rock up the hill together, rowing the boat the same direction. And uh, and the latest one, as we finally started rolling out videos and content for ourselves, including this podcast, is, you know, we're like the, uh, the cobbler's son who has the worst shoes. Uh, we're finally getting a chance to tell our own story now, and uh, it's pretty cool. That's perfect and well said. Da- David, Tim, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you, you, Jerry. We'll keep doing it. I appreciate it. So that'll <laughs> do it here awkward. for episode zero, our awkward sign-off. We'll get better at that as we go along. We'll see you next time on The Hive Life. You've been listening to The Hive Life, brought to you by Spherical Media. 
Always remember, you can visit SpiracleBuzz.com or follow us at Spiracle Media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on The Hive Life. <laughs>